Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. WCCO Radio, of course, is your uh, radio home of the Minnesota Twins. Twins baseball, great season, exciting season coming off where the Twins finally get over that losing streak, win a series actually, and uh, lots of excitement uh, building for next season, even though we've got a couple of departures and some big, big-name pitchers and some concerns about the payroll. But I think a lot of people very excited for Twins baseball. The Twins like making news in the offseason, too, which is why uh, today, rather big announcement that Corey Provis, who is the longtime radio voice of the Minnesota Twins, moving to the TV booth. And that means our next guest is now the new radio voice of the Minnesota Twins. He is Chris Atterbury. He joins us on the John Schuster Colwell Banker Hotline. Chris, if I would uh, see like a 10-year-old, if I talked to you as you, when you were a 10-year-old and said, you know, you will be a uh, major league play-by-play announcer full-time for a baseball team, would that have been a goal of a 10-year-old Chris Atterbury? That was the goal of like already like an 8-year-old really? Chris Atterbury. But the problem was I was, uh, I was going to a one-room country schoolhouse in Montana. <laughs> uh, I had never been anywhere remotely close to an actual – major league stadium or anything of that nature. We didn't even have any baseball because we didn't have enough kids. I lived out of town. Uh, and yet that was always my, my dream was to be on the radio and, and be the play-by-play guy. And, uh, and it's pretty remarkable that it finally gets to happen. Congratulations. Um, where does that dream come from if you're in the middle of Montana, really not growing up as a particular tie to any kind of tie to one particular team? Well, one of the beauties of the, the late 70s and then the 80s, uh, we had no cable. And we had two TV channels, so everything was on the radio. And late at night, back in those, those booming stations, I could get CCO, yep. you know, from on my clock radio. I listened to the Giants games. I was a big Giants fan because I could get KMBR uh, hmm. booming on, on, on 680 uh, on my clock radio, uh, sitting there late at night. And I could roll through the AM dial and, and pick up these broadcasts from all these, to me, exotic places. Um, and that kind of was my, my tie. And, and that's where it all started. So uh, the, on that career path, um, so you're, the entirety of your life then, that is kind of the goal and that is what, what, what you followed, uh, any kind of move you made was toward that goal? Or were there times where it was like, eh, this might not work, or maybe I should figure out something else to do? Well, there are time, every year was like that. <laughs> um, no, so, I, so when I was at Stanford, I did student radio, and that was amazing. You, you know, I got to call the College World Series, go to the NCAA tournament. And you're doing all that outside of your schoolwork. And then while all my, all my classmates were, you know, going to startups and, uh, you know, blowing up the Internet and, and cashing in their IPOs, like I was in Cody, Wyoming, doing games on the radio. And then, and then I was in Sioux Falls. And then I was in St. Paul. And I was very fortunate because my wife was incredibly supportive and understanding. Um, and then along the way, you know, I finally get with the twins and then, um, you know, you just, you keep grinding and you have opportunities to go other places. And every year you're like, you know, is it worth it? And, you know, and, and, and I just kept saying, yeah. And I had, I had a support network of people around me and, 
And fortunately, you hit a point in your career where you quit worrying about uh, the level you're broadcasting games at or your title or even the money you're making, and you just want to work with good people and for good people. Yep. And so I kind of found a comfort zone in that regard, and, um, and it's, it's all worked out. And I feel very grateful and fortunate. I work for a team and a market that cares about radio. And that's, you know, should be every team, but it's not. The reality is it's not. And so I don't take that for granted for one second. Can you talk about that, the tie between baseball and radio, and why in this particular sport that tie is still uh, more significant than in other sports? Well, I think it goes back to even, you know, before, you know, my time when all I had was the radio, I think everybody just had the radio, right? And and baseball was the biggest game along with boxing, and you could hear it on radio. And and we had the, the ticker tape broadcast, right? You know, and I even did one of those ones when I was in Sioux Falls. It was a, it was a fun exercise. Uh, and so everybody grew up on that. And the pace of it and the rhythm of it, and the ba- it's like background noise. You know, in our market today, you know, we hear all the time, I'm, I'm camping. You know, but I brought my, my radio or I'm listening on the phone. I'm, I'm on my fishing boat. Uh, I'm, I'm in my combine. I'm on the farm. Um, I've got a picture of a couple of Holstein calves that were born that were named after myself and Jack Morris because that's who they were listening to when the calves were born and they pulled them out. Uh, and, and so it's just it's a great background friend to have. Now, I've done all the sports, and I have fun doing all the sports, but football is that weekly pageantry. Yep. Um, and and I think it lends itself more visually probably even than to radio, uh, though certainly in the college markets, you know, you get a legendary guy like a Ray Christensen can, yeah. can become synonymous with a school. Unfortunately, we've, we've lost some of that nationally. Um, and then basketball so fast. You just kind of grab on at the top of the ski jump and hold on for yep. your life. And, and baseball's always been more melodic, and I think that that's a good thing, and I don't think we should ever lose that. Great example of this, and I would like to share this with you. I was on Lake Mille Lacs one time fishing, and it was uh, it was the Yankees Twins were playing, and I think it was extra innings, and um, oh, who was it? Kubel hits a grand slam, yeah, beat the Yankees, and all these fishing boats all in the vicinity, just everybody starts screaming in these fishing boats, and it was just the coolest moment. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And that's, again, a, a, a testament to the power of radio and baseball. You mentioned your wife. Uh, it's, it's a long season. You travel a lot. You're, you're gone a lot. Uh, how have you made that work in your personal life? And will, uh, how will you make it work? You'll be traveling more now, obviously. It's hard, right? Like, that's the, the, the single people say, well, your job seems great. You watch baseball for a living. But is there a downside? That's the downside. You miss, you miss your family a lot. Uh, so the way the biggest difference for us spring training usually I was down for maybe a weekend or a week and maybe they'd come with me Uh, but now you got to be down there for for a long time Um, so that's going to be a a stretch those times when my daughter's a freshman in high school the time when when she's still in school and the season's ongoing that's really hard Mm -hmm. on Jenny uh, my wife and you know and she's got a, a big time job of her own she she has a much more interesting and important job than I do she just jumped to a new startup. She works in digital products. She's doing all this cool, fun stuff. 
but she asked to be nimble enough to take my kid to basketball and then to volleyball and, you know, pick her up from school and handle all these things. And it's, it's really hard. Uh, but the reality is I've been gone every day already for 17 years. Um, I wasn't necessarily out of town, but even if we were on the road and I wasn't traveling, which was, you know, I traveled probably about a, a third of the time, quarter of the time I was at the studio and doing the pre and post game shows, the time that goes into putting those together, I actually would have to be in earlier and come home later. So I'll be out of town more. I will be home earlier when I am home. Um, it is a lot. And I will say this, you know, like everybody wants this job as soon as they can possibly have it. But I think there's some karma and some good karma to the fact that, you know, maybe I didn't get this job 10, 15 years ago because my daughter was younger and I, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have wanted to miss any of that. Yeah. You know, she's almost 15. She's almost driving. She, she doesn't need me as much, right? <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't want me around. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. As much <laughs> yep. When I'm gone. And so I, I think that that's probably going to be uh, the timing of this is probably pretty good in that regard, but it's hard. It's a hard thing to deal with. And, and fortunately I've got, you know, a pretty spectacular wife who, uh, who, who drives at it. We're talking to Chris Atterbury, uh, named today the uh, new radio voice of the Minnesota Twins. You hear all the games right here on WCCO Radio. I think in this line of work, Chris, we want to obviously develop our own style, but it's impossible you know, not to pick up things from others who've done it before and for longer periods. Uh, who's on that list for you? Well, it's a great question. Um, I, I think, again, there I benefited from not growing up in a market with one guy. And listening to one guy, because if you grew up in L.A., you can't help but try to sound like Vince, right? Mm-hmm. If you yep. grew up here, you were going to try to sound like Herb or John. Like, that's just that's natural. Um, and I didn't have that one guy. So I always had the ability to kind of sound like me for better or for worse. Um, I do think style is important. I think the, you know, I think about the Frick Award nominees that they announced last week. They're going to announce the winner this year. Uh, to be, you know, enshrined, or technically enshrined, they always like to clean up, but to win the Frick Award and be in Cooperstown. And it's Ken Korak with the A's as a finalist, Tommy Hamilton with Cleveland, Joe Castiglione with Boston, and then uh, Crook and Kipe with the Giants television. And one thing I love about those guys is that when I turn on a Cleveland game or a Boston game or an Oakland game, I know exactly who I'm listening to yep. right away. Uh, it's not like, oh, I wonder who's playing. Yep. You, you have you, you have none, none of that. And I think that's something that Minnesotans have always had the benefit of. You turn on a game, whether it was Herb, whether it was Halsey before that, right, whether it was Gordo, Corey, and Danny, uh, or, or me and Corey, or Danny and me, like you knew it was a Twins game. We don't sound like a Mad Lib national broadcast just kind of filling in names and, and, and numbers. And that's going to continue, and I think that's important. I think when you turn on – a Minnesota Twins game, you should know right away that it's a Minnesota Twins game. Uh, to the baseball side of things, Twins lose Sonny Gray. Kenta Maeda also concerns about uh, a drop in payroll. What do you say to Twins fans, Chris, who are a little concerned whether they can build on the successes of this past season? Uh, you know what? I think the payroll thing was overblown. I, I, I think that, you know, it's funny. People complain about a drop and, oh, everybody's cheap. Well, mm-hmm. okay, well, last year was what, the highest payroll they've ever had, yeah. right? Yeah. And they didn't come out and say, hey, look, we're going to spend more than we've ever spent. They just did what they needed to do to be good. Um, and I think that Derek has earned, in my opinion, a lot of trust in some of the moves that he's been able to make. I do think uh, they already have in-house um, decent starting pitching depth. There's never enough. We learn that over and over and over and over again. I would be shocked if we didn't add a couple of more proven starters. Um, and I think that 
it will happen and could happen in any of a variety of ways. And I wouldn't be surprised to see it in the, in the trade route because I think our guys are pretty shrewd in that regard. Um, I also think that, that there's got to be a question of uh, depth in center field. You know, we don't know what buff yes. status is ever going to yep. be. I think that has to be a question. I think they've developed this really exciting young core of players that gives you so many moving parts. And then I just trust in Derek to, to make the right decisions to have this club where they need to be. I think we're starting – we forget sometimes. Everyone's like, oh, they're, they're not going to spend. What are we going to do? We're starting from a really high floor. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is a team that has structurally created a really, really nice foundation from which to work. And now as we head into winter meetings, we'll, we'll see how those guys work. And, um, and, and I have a lot of faith in, in them to make true decisions, and I have a lot of faith in, in our developmental process too. Lastly, uh, we're asking people today what your favorite holiday drink is, whether alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Uh, for Chris Atterbury, that is what? Wow, that's a really, really good question. Um, uh, I, I would say, and this is probably, I don't know if everyone loves this or if everybody hates this, but for me, it's the only time of the year I, I will drink eggnog. Yes. Um, and and not, like, I won't drink, like, a carton of eggnog. I'm kind of grossed out by that. It's like pancake syrup, late, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and my late mother-in-law, who was one of the coolest people I've ever met, was this amazing host, and we'd spend the holiday at her house, and she would give me a, the task of making the eggnog with her, you know, cracking two dozen eggs and yeah. pouring <laughs> bottles of alcohol and stirring <laughs> yes. and stirring. And then uh, during the parties, I would just kind of sit behind the big punch bowl and scoop eggnog, and, you know, and, uh, and so eggnog to me brings back those memories, and also uh, it's the only time of year you can possibly make an excuse to drink that right middle of summer nobody's reaching for the yeah right nobody's reaching for the eggnog in july uh spring uh good after mowing the lawn yeah right (laughs) uh spring training can't come uh, soon enough congratulations chris and we can't wait to uh listen to you for years to come here hopefully uh for years to come on wcco radio thank you sir i appreciate it chris atterbury new uh radio voice of your minnesota twins Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 